you're listening to Birds, Bees, and Teas, a sexuality education and storytelling podcast hosted by yours truly, Miss Nia Angie Africana Sutton. I'm just not happy. The four words that ended a three-year relationship with the person who 21-year-old me thought was her, in quotes, soulmate. Ooh, chill. But these same four words started a journey that I think may be lifelong. A journey of self-love self-discovery, and healing, and an opportunity to love, discover, and experience other people, places, and things while doing it. I'm just not happy. When I finally mustered up the power to say these four words is the exact moment when my healing journey began. Who knew that expressing something so painful could bring so much relief, freedom, and joy. How could me saying I'm unhappy make me so happy? I'll admit, yes, a part of me did feel guilty as fuck. I knew that these four words would implode this whole life that we have built together over these three years, just us two, if it wasn't just for that one thing, me. I stood up for myself, me. And that feeling of pride overshadowed all the feelings of guilt. But there was something else too, something even more healing. Like I could feel a piece of me mending in real time. Not just the 24-year-old me who had endured a relationship of cheating, distrust, lies, and general this nigga ain't shitness, but little Nia, teenage Nia, and now 28-year-old Nia was healed too. I find myself needing this and using this lesson more than ever now. Stand up for yourself. And that's what the fuck I did, okay? I stood up for me by taking time to discover what I like, what I actually didn't like, and what made me happy. I started traveling, shopping for home decor, and dating. And I was having so much fun. Even though I would sometimes cry on vacation, overspend so I could have all brand new furniture and dishes after moving from a home I built and shared, and leave my dates feeling triggered and defeated. Standing up for me was and is so hard, but it's so rewarding, right? Like, yeah, maybe I was distracting myself from heartbreak with trips. But at least I had my breakdown on the beach, okay? And dating, that was 100% for me too. After the first year or so, 
my ex and I never went on dates. Literally just arguing and vibes and occasional sex. And I didn't know how to date myself yet. I was in a new city with a few new friends and I wanted to do and visit all the places I had missed out on after a year of being there. So I hit the streets, bitch. And I just dated. Some people stuck around for some second dates and third dates. Some made it immediately to the block list. Some were really fun, you know, for exploration. And some niggas resurfaced like they never left after years passed. It's like, how do they know? <laughs> some I met in other cities, states, and countries. Some I met on Tinder. I'm hockey and nerd, so this honestly started to feel like collecting qualitative data for some type of social experiment. I was doing something else I loved, learning. I learned so much from each date, from each experience, from each person. But I was learning about me. The lesson was me. I learned to ask for what I need and what I wanted. I built a beautiful relationship with my body. And I'm bringing that back in 2022. I learned that I liked long distance dating. It was fun. And I liked everything that came with it. You know, phone sex, hotel sex, long anticipation sex, road trips, random cash apps. It's a good time. And that taught me how to long distance date in my current relationship where we did a full year, 12 months. 365 days, maybe even a little bit more than that, long distance. So I'm coming back to that later. I learned that I don't like rough orgasms. Okay. This is a gentle pussy. And I learned what an orgasm headache was. I learned the importance of forgiveness and having forgiveness from your partners because don't nobody want no vengeful dick. And I learned that I actually don't prefer street niggas, but sweet niggas who know how to do street shit. I learned to listen with intention because they always tell you when they ain't shit, okay? I learned to see, love, and accept people for who and what they are. Another lesson that's resurfacing for me at this bigger age. I learned to raise my standards and to hold myself accountable to these standards, most importantly. I learned that I actually did have a type and I learned to like people outside of that type. And thank God I did because it was ghetto over there, okay? One of the most important things I learned and that I'm still learning is that healing is not linear. I learned that no matter how much fun I was having, my emotions were ever fluid 
in true Cancer Sun, Scorpio Moon, Scorpio Rising fashion. On low days, I would think, why didn't the person I loved so much think I deserved all these things that mostly strangers gave to me? Do I actually deserve these things from these people? Especially if I'm still thinking about my ex, still holding on to that pain and making them responsible for his mistakes? Well, they definitely didn't deserve that. But I learned through all of this that I still deserved love, nice things, dates, gifts, affection, attention, and did. Even though I would be a little sad sometimes, okay? The lesson was that I always deserve and am always worthy of good things and grace, even at my lowest. And today, five years after I said those four words, I'm just not happy. These three lessons continue to stand true. Stand up for yourself. Take time to learn yourself. Always extend grace to yourself. Who knew that heartbreak and healing would teach me so much? I am presently in the best, most loving, warm, comfortable, safe, and fulfilling intimate partnership that I could ever imagine. And one of the most beautiful things for me is seeing these lessons learned in action in my new love. But not because I ever feel unhappy, distrusting, guilty, unappreciated, undervalued, drained, or hurt. But because I have a partner who stands up for me, who has my back and encourages me to stand up for myself, I have to continue to learn myself because I have a partner who is interested and invested in continuing to learn me. If my partner can love me, comfort me, and adorn me through all of my bad days, then I must be able to extend the same grace to me too. And y'all, all of this love and wonderfulness in this relationship was hard as fuck to get used to. The relationship I left was problematic, but even all my little situationships were chaotic as hell. Every single one. So I didn't know what it felt like to experience something like this. This is my very first and only time where I have experienced peace with a man. And I'm not just trying to gas him up, y'all, just because he's my man. I tell him all the time, I don't know where you came from. And I always tell him, like, you know, men ain't shit, and I don't like (laughs) y'all. But, you know, it's something about you. He knows how I feel. And he's not perfect, not by a long stretch. But he is so very loving, respectful, committed, and, again, peaceful. And being in almost nothing but toxic entanglements had me mistaken that piece for boredom. That's how I knew I was still healing. I couldn't find anything wrong with him. 
and that felt uneventful. But I knew I liked him, and I wanted to feel more of what was so unfamiliar to me. So I had to shift my thinking. Maybe he's so quiet because he's not busy telling me a whole bunch of lies. No, Nia, you don't have to spend all your nights with your heart and mind racing because you don't know where he is. Yes, you actually can relax because he actually did what he said he was going to do. Allowing myself to receive this love and peace has enhanced my healing. Not only from my adulthood heartbreak, but also from the times when I was let down as a kid and heartbroken. Because I'm still healing from those things too. I just started that healing journey too. And I don't know if I'll ever be completely healed. Sometimes you don't even know how hurt you are until something happens or until you meet someone. So I share this story to show myself how far I've come and to tell you that you can heal and love and hurt and fuck and feel and date and learn through it all too. Hey teasers, thank you so much for tuning into that episode of your favorite sexuality education and storytelling podcast, Birds, Bees, and Teas. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Anchor, make sure that you follow, like, and subscribe to the podcast so that you can become an official teaser. You know what else makes you an official teaser? Following us on all of our social media platforms at Birds, Bees, Tees, at Birds, Bees, Tees on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. As always, we appreciate you sharing this podcast with your friends, your families, and continuing the conversations that we start here. And if you ever feel inclined to donate to the podcast, hit us up on Cash App at dollar sign Birds, Bees, Tees. Thank you, teasers.